0: Welcome to Absolutely Right, episode number 55. I'm your host, Aditi Sarana. Our guest today is Pawan Sarda. He was part of the team that launched Big Bazaar, one of India's largest retail chain of hypermarkets and grocery stores. Later in his career, he was invited to Google and Facebook headquarters, to present his unique case study of India's first ever online sale of homes for Tata housing. Pavan is currently working as a chief marketing officer at Future Group.
1: That's when stories are made, right? (laughs) When you go through some of these things and, you know, you don't take uh, failure seriously. You really don't take failure seriously. So I think that's something at a larger picture I kind of understood. Mm -hmm. And I said, if if this is what the thinking is, maybe I need to reinvent myself.
0: In today's episode, we will discuss what Pavan learned from his professional downfall and how did he rediscover himself. Why does he consider consistently outperforming himself as the best hack to success as well as growth? And which stroke in his handwriting depicts his need for personal space, which helps him realign professionally. Pawan's story of a small-town boy becoming the CMO of a large organization like Future Group is filled with moments of perseverance and grit. Recently, Future Group got acquired by another retail giant, Reliance Retail. The existing team is going through a testing time, especially in the face of the lockdown. This demands that Pawan reinvents himself yet again. If you are going through a professional upheaval at this point in time, then Pawan's learnings and experience will help you steer your course. He will join us on the other side of this short break. Stay tuned.
2: Welcome, everybody, to another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you aren't following us on social media, do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. like to thank our sponsors this week, Intel. It's been a great week on the network this week. If you haven't been paying attention, please do listen to some of the shows. We had Chetan Bhagat. This is the first returning guest on Cyrus Says. Do check that out. Great, great, great episode. We had Palak Zataki on Advertising is Dead. Really interesting conversation was had with Varun. We had another crossover on the Habit Coach. Zarina Punawala showed up over there to have a discussion with Ashton about anxiety and pressure. Begin the Journey with Ashiv Vidyarthi continues to kill it. Please definitely do check it out. An old friend, Vijay Koshi, was on Storytellers and Sellers. Do check that out as well. And I'd like to mention one thing. If you're a Tamil speaker, you should definitely check out our podcast, Kadai Podcast, Punyan Selvan. Kavita Jeeva has done a fantastic job to finish up her first story. It is the last episode which just came out last Monday. Do check it out if you speak Tamil. It is an incredible achievement. Please do check that out. And with that, let's get you onto your show.
0: Hi, Pawan. Hi. I'm so excited to do this. Also, you uh, know, we have been speaking so much, and I've been part of your classes, which we're going to speak about. So, before we begin the entire journey, as we, as I've just introduced you to the listeners, how is the situation at work?
1: Uh, at work? Yes. Uh, not the most exciting time, to be honest. Right. But I think uh, it's a big learning. Uh, it's like you know, in life, uh, you kind of go through all sort of phases. I feel it's that phase which I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure when I come out, I'll be a winner and with lots of learning. And that's exactly maybe uh, maturity comes in, you know, right. to how to handle things better comes in. I think it's that side of learning which I think I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll come out as a winner, no doubt about it.
0: I'm, I'm so sure also because of so many journeys like these that you have gone yes. through before this. Yes. So please, uh, let's begin from the space where you have taken every challenge professionally more than anything else in a very, uh, I would say, robust manner. And you haven't given up. And we spoke about this story. Also, I know you personally, so I know other aspects of it. So, you know, to our listeners, we keep talking about this concept that if there are problems at work, in life, then there is always a way to solve it. Yeah. There's always uh, a way to make a decision that otherwise is not available to people. Please tell us one or two things where you had to make that hard, to- hard stop decision and change things in life.
1: Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, everyone goes through this, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think any any individual doesn't go through this journey. And also, I think when I keep hearing from people is that that's when stories are made, right? <laughs> when sure. you go through some of these things right. and that's when you look back and, you know, you cherish or... What or, will
0: we write in your autobiography? Absolutely. <laughs> if
1: that's not, that's not something <laughs> which is not there... Yeah. So yeah, I, I did go through my journey, uh, like as as I was explaining it to you yesterday. Like I think the biggest journey in my life was that you know obviously when I joined Future Group and you know the kind of things which we are doing, like launching Big Bazaar and and it was hugely. If I don't uh, if I don't know if you recall, like this was the first format which had like you know thousand people outside waiting. So yeah. it, it's it's another kind of a high which you get right. And obviously when you are part of the journey and suddenly everything is taken you know, out of you, right? Okay. And suddenly you realize that, you know, you're not able to sign that 100 crore check of a marketing budget, mm-hmm. right? And I think that was one of the low phase of my sort of life. So which... tell us
0: more about this. So here you were very, very young in yeah. this really aggressive entrepreneurial yes. organization creating this whole campaign, right? nationwide campaign. I mean, yes, right? absolutely. How old were you
1: then? Uh, I was, I think, around 26. Eight twenty-nine. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: and uh, then when you are like leading, you're achieving yeah. things, this is where the first big transition happened. Yes. Okay. And what was the case?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, because obviously I think, uh, you know, what happens is as organization, uh, they become bigger, mm-hmm. um, then obviously the challenges of the organization also become slightly different. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is always a sort of a belief that, you know, there is, there could be outside view. Let's just get in you know, mm-hmm. in terms of new thinking and so on. So, you know, when you're in the organization for way too long, so maybe you're considered that maybe, right. oh, you know, there could be just a repeat of the same thinking again and again. And I think that's where I went through this. And, you know, suddenly there was a change, right? And this this happens and this can happen to anybody, right? right. Uh, but when I look back, I think that's one of the best change which has happened to me, right? Because uh, when, when as, as I was saying that, you know, when, when, all the decision-making uh, power, which is taken away from you, and I think that was my one big low, mm. uh, which I went through in life. But yeah, I think uh, there were two important things uh, when I went through it. Uh, logically, I understood where is it coming from, you okay. know. So I didn't, I didn't beyond a point, didn't allow me to affect it. So
0: you, you, didn't, know, I, you didn't take it personally.
1: I didn't take it personally. That's I think, amazing. A career yes. shift like that, yes. not
0: taking it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you have
1: to know where is it coming from, you know. Many a times, because decisions are made not keeping you in mind. Right. There are larger picture which is kept sure. in mind, right? So maybe you become a victim of it, right? right? I mean, you're just part and parcel of it. But that doesn't mean that it's maybe it's channelized at you, right? So I think that's something at a larger picture I kind of understood. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey boss, if, if this is what the thinking is, maybe I need to reinvent myself. Right. I think that's where I took it in a positive spirit. Uh, by and large, I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't let negativity come even close to me, right? Mm-hmm. I I always look at, you know, uh, some positive aspect of anything what I do. And I think that's that's how I looked at it. And I said, you, you know, know...
0: I'm sorry, I'm smiling, but I can't stop. But wonder, I'm looking at your writing. And one of the aspects that are very, very interesting is, I won't say you're a very positive person. But if I look at it, you're a learner who would constantly question the norm. Right. And if you can see a gap between what is available and what you would like to achieve will go and and fill that gap
1: oh this is so bang on <laughs> this is so bang on yeah I, I think I'm a big learner uh, I constantly want to learn and yeah I mean uh, I think one of my big uh, uh, sort of uh, you know USP is also about not seeing things in the most obvious way right and that's where I think a bit of innovation comes in when I look at and as you rightly said that I look at that gap and see that you know how you can fill that gap and how you can be slightly more innovative. As
0: I'm saying this, because mostly when we consider a positive person, we think yeah. the person finds positivity in everything. Right. But because you are a learner, right. if you see something not working, you drop it. Right. You do not take it negatively, but you do see the negative implication of a decision right. and stop it there. Right. But we do feel, you know, positivity is like this, right. only being positive, which right. is not, right? No, in you,
1: your- I, I think uh, on a very, very serious note, I think you've articulated it so well for me. Now I understand what I mean. Like, yeah, you're right that I may not be a very positive in that sense. Yeah. But I think I understand that where the ball drops, and yes. maybe I yes. think that's a very, very interesting. I never looked at it that way. <laughs> yeah. thank so you. thank you for putting that perspective. Thank you. Yeah. So
0: when we look at uh, your journey, and you know, yesterday in our conversation, uh, you spoke about the early success. And then you had to reinvent yourself. Yeah. So in early successes, people generally have positive notions about themselves. Yes. And they start believing that I got the game. I figured it out. Now I am like the star or the blue-eyed boy. Yes. And from that pedestal, when you have to get down and question things, what was the process? Because many people cannot recreate or reinvent themselves. And yeah. I find this fascinating. You have done it twice over. Yes. yes. So and now it's uh, probably the third phase. Yeah. So, it
1: also comes from the fact that, you know, uh, uh, being being able to work with uh, Mr. Kishore Biyani himself, uh, I think he's a fighter, right? So, uh, somewhere I think, you know, unconsciously you get some of these attributes, right? You don't realize it and you you literally try and behave like, you know, people who really look up to. Maybe I think this is something which is, uh, I I think I've, I've got it from him and maybe learned from him in terms of you know, because uh, one thing he's, he's taught us is that, you know, you don't take uh, failure seriously. You really don't take failure seriously. I think that's that's definitely I'll give in to him in terms of, you know, uh, bringing amazing. that aspect in me. And, and that's how I haven't allowed it to, you know, literally, you know, myself take it seriously, right? And that's where you analyze and say that, you know, what could be, what you can do at this point, point in time and uh, what is that you can add back in terms of, really kicking yourself and start creating some sort of productivity.
0: So which also means we are saying that don't take your failure seriously but look at the consequences and deal with them or yes. figure a way to deal with it which is such an important Absolutely. lesson and especially when you are like dealing with yeah. a failure.
1: Aditi, I, you know, this is the kind of phase which I am going through right now. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah. it's nothing different. You know, I mean, Uh, because you know what's happening to the world what's happening to the country what's happening to each one of us I think we are affected we all are affected by some way or the other I don't think there's any individual who's not affected of course so is me right Uh, like I I remember like two months three months back I had only two options Mm -hmm. right one is to constantly fight with this anxiety and maybe uh, you know park myself to a certain home right Mm -hmm. Or try and create something as you rightly articulated, right? So once the, once the bottom, you know, uh, uh, that feeling hits you, you know, you wake up and you try and do something about so it, yeah. right? And
0: so, not, not, not everybody can. So yeah. the fact that you're saying that that is the approach, you know, I'm also distilling it for people who are looking at their situation right now and feeling hopeless yeah. or feeling so anxious yes. that, yes. you know, the anxiety is taking over their body and yes. minds, and they're not doing anything about yes. it. So you're saying that literally take the, the lowest hanging fruit yes. and walk.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still going through. I'm, I won't say that I've come out of this, uh, you know, entire anxiety feeling because I think it, it hits you uh, every every day is like a new day huh? and and you deal with it on a daily basis. So I think when when I went through this feeling and saying that, you know, what next? Because, you know, there is so much of stress. There is so much of uncertainty going on. I mean, that's exactly where I thought to myself that, listen, I need to do something. Mm. So, uh, what's the constraint? Maybe, you know, uh, in the world of, uh, you know, social distancing, you are not able to come out. You are not able to do something because I'm also a very people's person, right? right? Because that's what gives me comfort and, you know, I'm into action. Oh. But I realized that the world is changing. A uh, world is uh, Zooming around. Okay. So I said, you know, why not create Zoom as my own world and, that's exactly how I started Sorted. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, it's, it's really about, you know, making myself look positive into a scenario like this. Yeah. And that's given me a lot of strength. Like, you know, professionally, yeah. personally... It's given me so much of strength, I cannot tell you, you know. So,
0: so you've started a business in the lockdown. Yes, absolutely. You really absolutely. said, okay, I have time on my hand. I do not have any clue where it's going to go.
1: Absolutely. But with your
0: teammates, you really started a… Yes. And an, which is a, web, is a website? Where do we find it?
1: So, you can find it, find us at Sorted.Digital. Okay. Uh, you know, you can go to Google, uh, look for us. Uh, I think…
0: Uh, and what kind of training or courses are you Yeah.
1: Doing? So, you know, uh, during my, uh, uh, you know, uh, entire uh, shift in terms of my traditional marketing to a new age marketing, uh, I really felt that, you know, I, I, I'm not somebody who was very comfortable with this world, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm not a, a extremely friendly tech person in that sense. So I have my limited usage. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, as you rightly said, I'm am a I'm a learner. The moment I got into this world, I said, it made me like a child. And I said, listen, I need to learn everything. And I think that, that just brings in so much of excitement in my of life, right? right? So I think there was a process which I was going through and I realized, you know, as I was learning, I, I genuinely realized that, you know, it's such a simple world. Mm. You know, a lot of us, we just for the sake of getting intimidated, we do. Mm. But I think if you, if you boil down to a very, in a very simplistic manner, mm. it is as simple medium uh, for anybody to sort of, you know, utilize and make business or create something out of it. I think that was my feeling and said that, boss, how do I bring in this simplicity, which I have kind of understood and I've embraced, right?
0: You know, I must confess this. Like, I felt so awkward to use social media because, you know, to be very honest, marketeers have that concept, right? You're pushing, you're you're like, uh, you know, selling things to people that they don't want to buy and the capitalist idea. Yes, yes. But when we started using some of the tools that I learned from you, something very interesting happened. I realized we could reach out to people who are looking for mental health yes, and people who are dealing with anxiety, yes. which otherwise wouldn't have found us, yes. especially in the lockdown. Yes. There is no other way yes. to really reach out yes. to you but the digital. And it it has helped us uh, yes. reach to such awesome. amazing people around the world, which is, yeah. which is incredible. incredible. Thank, you. Absolutely. Thank you. So Pawan, to the next part of our conversation, I have your handwriting sample in front of me. What would you like me to talk about your personality? What questions do you have for me?
1: Yeah, so let's begin with leadership. Yeah, what do you think? What kind of leader I am?
0: So the first thing that stands out is you are a strategist and then you are an executor. You don't like to sit and make plans.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs) This is so bang on.
0: So you literally get into a situation, you look at the constraints, you look at what is required to be done. And solving the game is the most exciting yes. and also most excruciating part of any business world, right? Any yes. business situation. But you love it. That is yeah. the game. That is your candy shop again. Right. And you would love to break new boundaries like that. Right. So if things are challenging, you're okay. Right. The problem is when things are mundane. Yeah. When nothing is happening, and right. you get super restless, and right. people wonder, like, why are you creating all these challenges for yourself? Why right. can't you just take a breather? Right. But I don't think you have taken a breather in no. a very long time. No, I
1: haven't. I can't. Yeah. Because my every Monday has to be exciting. Like something I need to look forward to. Like I need to smile. I need to talk to myself. I need to like, you know, the best time when I talk to myself is when I'm having my bath. Of like course. that's the moment when I'm constantly, constantly. and I get my <laughs> ideas and you know, I come out and I'm like, okay, let's do it now. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, you're, you're pretty bang on when Definitely. it comes to that. Yeah. So
0: another aspect of it is is a combination okay as a person you come across as a very social person you'll have to connect with people you'll have to ideate and yeah. work with them but a side of you which is a complete loner that won't be available to other people right now i'm uh, to our listeners if you write your letter y right. and if you literally you know start the letter y and the stick the the lower loop comes down and remains there right. if it doesn't go up Right. That means you do have loner qualities. The, the right. letter Y, the way you have. So when you have that loner aspect of yeah. you, you uh, connect with people. You socialize. You get your teams yes. going, and then you require your time to process your information. Yes, and I in do. that time, you don't like anybody coming and bothering you. Literally, like you know, getting into those spaces which otherwise are prohibited. For other people oh, to interview. so bang
1: on. <laughs> now, Pooja, you know I need my space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we are, we are talking about. I been
1: for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a must. I need, like, my time to myself. I okay. mean, as much as, like, I love to socialize and everything. But, you know, there is an hour of me. I don't want anybody around me. Right. Like, literally anybody around me.
0: You know, and and that dichotomy is very important. Mostly people define themselves as extroverts or introverts, social or antisocial. And this is where personalities become so beautiful and poetic in its own way. Because when you love to socialize, yeah. but if you don't recharge your batteries, you cannot right. do that. Yes, you true. cannot give that that clarity, that love, yeah, that yeah. warmth to other people if right. you don't recharge your Absolutely. batteries. Absolutely. So that one hour is extremely important throughout your life. So right. that is given. Right. So now as you also have handwriting adding to your already, <laughs> you know, knowledge about yourself, already known fact. Yeah. So make sure that you always keep that in mind because yes. that is your yeah. uh, zooming out time yes. more than anything else. You are an amazing listener. So when you listen to people, you put your heart into your ears. Right. And you can catch lies like nobody's business. Oh my god. <laughs> so if your colleagues are listening to this, like you know, there's no point. Yeah. You will not tell people that you're you can see through them. Yeah. You'll just play. Oh along. I just smile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I do that so often. Like I know, you know what's going on, but you know, I, I never sort of you know Confront people. Confront, I just smile.
0: Also, with an idea that you want people, yeah. you, you want to see their side. So right. it doesn't come from uh, letting them take advantage, but it mostly comes from letting them play their game, right? Or having empathy that this is the best possible tool that they have right. to lie in this moment, but to use. Yes. So I believe your oh team God. members are <laughs> your team members are very connected, very, yeah. very uh, emotionally on yeah. one page. Yeah. So I'm sure leaving jobs or moving people leaving you yeah. is not the easiest space yes, in not. your team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People go through.
1: Yeah. But, you know, uh, having said this, like I, I'm really connected with my team, but I do understand again, the larger picture of saying that, listen, we are professionally here to grow. So, you know, people have connected with me, worked with me when they move on for better opportunity. You know, there is no, you know, looking back, you know what I'm saying? So there is. There is, I don't get this feeling of saying, oh, wish he was there and I could have done something like this. Yeah. That's never happened to me. Like, it's like moving on is very easy equally for me, very you know, as, as much as it's being connected. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if I understand that, uh, you know, you move, that's one thing. And, and the other is, I don't know whether I should be saying, but, you know, I can't work with the same people for too long as well. So I, I, I
0: wouldn't say that. I would say you cannot work with the people who are unwilling to grow with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Bang <laughs> on. Bang on. So the very moment those uh, people are growing and yes. they're evolving themselves. Yeah. Also, if they're willing to match your speed at which you are growing yes. or you are jumping, then oh, that's God, a game on. Oh, God, brought off.
1: in so much of clarity mm-hmm. to me. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, you're so right because, you know, there are, there are, there have been relationship when you work together and then you realize, but I think. Yeah, you're right. When I realize that, you know, maybe there is no value addition happening between each other. Yes. And that's where I feel that it's the best to sort of move ahead. Either I move ahead or the other person moves ahead.
0: But when the person yeah. is willing to do that, the same person can be part yes. of your team for years. And, yes. and that you know this compounding relationship yes. that you're 100%. constantly working yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. What else?
1: So, yeah, I mean, uh, I have such a bad handwriting. I thought, I don't know, what will you think of me? I was so scared.
0: So, I'm I'm against this whole idea of body shaming handwriting. No body shaming handwriting. Uh, So, there is no good or bad handwriting.
1: So, I make huge mistakes in my spelling. So, that's why I tend to sort of, you know, write so that people don't catch me when I'm making. (laughs) (laughs) So, now it's become part of my handwriting process. Like, you know, that's how it sort of started.
0: I, I but, think good looking or bad looking handwritings come from the idea that in school we were taught yeah. that good looking handwriting is the way and right. you know it's good character yeah, yeah. I must clarify even for our listeners that there is no concept of good or bad looking handwriting okay. uh, we were meant to do that because for example a good looking spouse yeah. might not be a good spouse Right. right? same thing as handwriting oh wow like handwriting. thank
1: you for clarifying <laughs> once again I'm so, now I am not ashamed of my handwriting <laughs> yes, you can she trick. asked she asked me and I was like like oh god like I'm
0: embarrassed
1: (laughs) but I'm like yeah now I'm not
0: (laughs) so you know every time I speak with any high performer this is my curiosity out of my personal research but what was your favorite failure
1: uh my favorite failure was uh, when I spoke like almost in 2010
0: Mm.
1: uh, when I was literally like pushed down to the level of literally making me feel unwanted if Mm. I have to say it in that and in a corporate world, when you have this feeling, it's—I think—it's a killing feeling. It's like it's a suicidal feeling. If right. I have to just describe it, uh, I think that's been one of my favorite because I think uh, it sort of gave me a lot of—you uh, know—a uh, lot of ability to think in terms of you know what happened in the last ten years, like what went wrong, and I think that was a big learning process, which I tend to not repeat those, mm-hmm. you know. And one of it is. Just about I think creating or carrying a bit of arrogance hmm. uh, which I think it happened with early success right so now i I, I think that experience kind of made me very humble right okay, okay. I think that's that's extremely important and I realized that there is nothing which is permanent right
0: and, and after that you moved to Tata yes and there you did some like I really want yeah. our listeners <laughs> to know about your adventure in in that project yeah
1: so Tata was very interesting because you know I joined an organization like Tata where uh, as I was telling you that when you, I mean, I, I, I don't hesitate to say it, but when you join Tata, you have to please even from PON to your MD, to everybody there, right? Yeah. That's the process, yeah. right? Uh, it was a new world uh, to me, but again, uh, and and challenge to, to my own self that, mm. you know, I just, like a lot of people used to tell me that, listen, I don't think you can ever work in a very, you know, processed or, or oriented organization. Mm. And I, I'm like, listen, I'm a professional and I am, my biggest strength, which I feel is flow. Right. Uh, you know, and 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 just to prove myself that listen, I can be part of any any process, any sort of a culture, mm-hmm. as long as I'm flowing right and I'm accepting things right. right. Uh, so I think that was like a, a very cultural change for me. But yeah, it was very very interesting because it gave me things to do, which even Tara. Did not think that you know. Uh, so we you could actually sort of do took
0: it. their real estate business yes. online, and we used to sell online, and we for sold, the first time yeah. in the country, because yes. people were not comfortable. Yes. They nobody yes. bought houses online Absolutely. for sure.
1: Yeah. So in the pro- I think in four years we must have sold close to thousand homes, uh, oh. literally online. Uh, yeah. I think what it gave us as an ability to reach out to a far bigger audience, right. which we couldn't otherwise, wouldn't have like an NRI audience, right? Like, how do you get them? You hmm. cannot get them through a traditional medium, right? Sure. And I think it was just about to say, I mean, and, and if I have to just be honest, I said, na. I mean, that was <laughs> my starting point. And it really worked. Yep. And, you know, and, and not taking away from the fact that it was startup. Yep. I don't, I mean that's like ninety percent of the credit with the brand because it's such a trusted Trust, brand, right? Yeah, but we literally made uh, homes like oh, sell like big bazaar <laughs> literally. If I have to like put it that <laughs> offer, way,
0: offer, 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 cool,
1: real cool. and I think that was a very, very exciting journey for me. Like opening myself to a newer world, a very, very exciting world. Like really, you know, I, I, as, as you rightly pointed out, that you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of a person which lives by the moment, right? And I think. You know, this medium kind of gives you that sort of a pace, right? Right. Like every moment you can utilize it, you can create it. And I think it's a lot of fun. Like it's you are always into action. You know, there is there is no break at all. So I think that's how my journey started. And I'm till today, I think (laughs) I'm breathing and I kind of enjoying that journey.
0: If I have to ask you to talk about one quote that has genuinely helped you through all your journeys, what would it be?
1: if you ask me my go to uh, mantra i think one thing is extremely important which i believe in and i swear by like you know age is just a number never ever uh, you know put that age into your head That's amazing. i think it's extremely important That's amazing. i think being young and there is so much of merit in being young
0: mentally being, and yeah, yeah, literally absolutely. exploring That's and be amazing. a
1: child right i many a times because you know as as you grow older i think i keep telling my mom also that there's so much of responsibility which comes in. And suddenly, you, some of these things, they kind of take a backseat. Sure. don't allow.
0: Of course. Never allow. Your childlike behavior takes Absolutely. a backseat. I
1: okay. think that's the most important. That's my go-to mantra in life. Because, you know, I should be able to connect with my son. And he should see me as a friend. Yep. Or versus maybe like, you know, anybody else. Uh-huh. You know, I should be able to connect. And this is something which I've learned from one of my ex-bosses. Uh, uh, she was, uh, you know, uh, Pepsi marketing head. Who uh, is I mean, she's one of uh, one of the best marketeers in India. Wow! And that's something she's taught me. Like, I think she was fifty-five. Wow! And I could see she could have a conversation with sixteen-year-old of that's their like level. A relevant. Relevant. Absolutely how relevant. How nice, how nice. And that's one thing which I learned from her, and I I realized that you know this is one quality which I would never ever want to let go from my how side. Nice. Like, never. I
0: think it's, That's a great it's learning. very important. I'm yeah. going to think about it. Now, yeah. I became a professional very early. Yeah. So I don't remember my early 20s because yeah. I was just, I think, behaving 40 already. Yeah. I'm going to just reverse and think about my younger age now. Like, no, please <laughs> do.
1: Because I think that just keeps you going. Yeah. Like you know, uh, And you are able to connect with a lot more people. And I'm a marketeer. I right. need to connect with young people. Right. If they don't understand what they go through, I will become... You know, absolutely <laughs> right which i don't want to ever
0: sure. so pawan uh, you know the whole idea of what is bothering you or what what can i look into your writing and speak about yeah. which can help
1: i it? think uh, i don't know uh, but it's more of uncertainty in terms of what's going to happen after 3 months 4 months 6 months and these are more financial if i if i may say you know that's what is bothering me at this stage like nothing more nothing less Okay. And that's the stressing point is what I'm going through. Okay. Uh, not that, uh, you know, it won't have solution. It, it will. I have to work upon it. Right. But yeah, that's the only thing if you ask me is bothering me. Okay. And, uh, so,
0: uh, one thing that I, I look at your writing and something which stands out is if you have a clear goal in your mind, then you go for it. Yes. Without any, you know, restrictions yes. or any yes. anything may stand in your way, you'll just go for yes. it. Yes. I think more than anxiety, it is a challenge of not having clarity. And I'm yes. not saying external clarity, yes. but internal clarity. Yes. So what if, uh, you know, taking a step back and asking yourself that if you can redesign things, what right. would you like to do? Okay. Because mostly we are so busy fighting yeah. the situation, trying yeah. to do the right thing, yeah. being responsible for, for things yeah. that otherwise yeah. are not in our control. Yeah. But if we ask ourselves that what do I require to do? What right. is it, you know, that know, What is my next career yeah, goal? Yeah. We do not know where the opportunity may yes, come from. Yes. But having our internal clarity right. is an essential part of the story, right. which mostly is not available. No,
1: I think, again, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I believe, uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree to what you're saying in terms of having that clarity. Because right now
0: you're on a firefighter yes, mode, yes, and yes, without yes. you're not creating. Yes. So, I, yes. I look at you as an artist in yeah. this very nice. different way, <laughs> but literally like, you know, like you, you create your new canvases, you yeah. really pick things, yeah. concepts that other people haven't picked up yeah. and then you want to like really surprise Tell the it. world, people around you and yourself. Correct. Now that is a creating mode. Yeah. Okay. That looks like firefighting when you're creating. Right. But right now you're firefighting without having the creative aspects or or like literally you know designing it for yourself
1: right so right. look
0: at any project like we spoke about the yes. google yes. Uh, project tell us more about yeah. it
1: no i, I think uh, more than google let me talk about the facebook project which right. i sort of you know we did when i was with tata uh, again uh, i think it just went with the very simple logic of you know when you have to sell a home in uh, goa like you know your market is definitely not goa i think right. that was a big challenge which was thrown to right. us and obviously with the constraint of, you know, budget, like a very, very minimal budget, right? And that's where I think, uh, that's where I love to be innovative. Right. And say, Ki, boss, if this is what it is, like, how can you go back and say, oh, it's not possible, right? right? That's a big one. And therefore, then you start thinking, you know, what you can possibly, uh, sort of how you can address it. And that's where I think Facebook happened. And we realized that maybe this is the most logical platform mm. because, you know, uh, we'll be able to, reach out to NRIs, to, you know, a people from Bombay and Delhi and, uh, you know, all over, right? right? And uh, and obviously, I don't think Facebook had done anything much in India and neither, like, we had. Yeah. So I think it was the perfect timing as well. I think they were trying to explore India market. We yeah, wanted right. to, we yeah. young people wanted to do something Explore online crazy. market, yeah. yeah, true. I think we came in together and then obviously it was a magic which, yeah. which got created. Uh, but yeah, as as I was telling you that, as we were when we were chatting yesterday, there were there were a lot of huddles which came in uh, but the thing is that makes it an interesting story to talk about.
0: and that's today. an interesting part, so if things are complicated because you are taking the bar yeah. to the next level, then you are game, yeah, but right now you can't see your next bar, and yeah. this is where the frustration lies Could be, yes. so, you know Absolutely. it's like realigning the yeah. same situation in a better Absolutely. way or a different Absolutely. way Absolutely. so you
1: know professionally, I'm able to Uh, handle and battle these situations much better, but the same thing when it comes to a personal side, it becomes tough for me. I don't know, I haven't cracked that you know in a personal level. Like, you know, how
0: the biggest problem is stepping away from our situation and seeing things for what they are. It's the toughest one, I think. That distancing from the situation does require a different kind of perspective and practice, definitely. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you. This was a great conversation, and you know, Same like, here. like bringing different aspects uh, of personality, work profiles, and also uh, human life experience. I think it's yeah. so exciting to see how simple principles about failure, about struggle, yeah. we can literally implement yes. and make any profession really worth with all the effort and shot. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yourself. Thank you so much. Bruce Lee said, "Calmness is a superpower." I agree. Staying calm under pressure is an acquired skill. Pawan has tried and tested it over and over again. If you build this tenacity muscle, your probability to grow increases. On our Friday episode, let's explore staying calm under pressure and some ways for you to master this skill. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. Please review, comment and share this podcast with anybody who can get benefited by the learnings. Do let me know what did you learn from this conversation with Pawan. And as always, I'm keen to know your key takeaways. To know more about how I use graphology and high-performance coaching to work with organizations and people, you can visit aditysurana.com or follow me on Instagram at Surana. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Let's connect on Friday. Till then, happy writing!
1: Hi guys, this is Ayushi and I am Ritasha, and welcome to Agla Station Adulthood. It's a fun podcast we've got going
0: on, and we'd love for you to tune in and enjoy with us. Join us as we stop at various stations and discuss different topics that seem to be bothering us and hopefully Dating, do as relationships, well.
1: relationships, beauty, just being an adult, lots of different things. We don't have a great grip on it, but we've done okay so far. Catch Agla Station Adulthood every Thursday on the IVM app, the IVM website, or wherever else
0: you get your podcasts.
1: times have you motivated yourself to improve your sleep? or lose weight or be more productive how many times have you failed hi my name is Ashton Doctor tune in to my show the Habit Coach Podcast where we focus on creating small tiny habits to improve your life instead of those big impossible tasks so make listening to me a habit every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on the IVM Podcast app or IVMPodcast.com or on your favorite podcasting app